You are listening to the Eating Disorders Recovery Podcast with me, Tabitha Farrar. Hello. Today, in today's podcast, we've got a little bit of just like a short little recovery story, which is, this person is still in recovery. This person is not recovered. But I just thought this was, was a nice thing to share. That's, <laughs> that's my only reason for publishing this as a podcast. I thought this was a nice thing to share. It's just very real in recovery right now. This is what's going on. And um, this person has children, which I don't. So I never really dealt with kids in recovery. And um, that's probably a very good thing, knowing me. I'm impatient. I was so impatient. God, I was horrible. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine having to look after children when I was going through that. Um, so it's a good job that I didn't. And um, the world is probably a happier place because I didn't have kids. But I know that plenty of you do. And I know that plenty of you probably get a little bit stuck in that, oh, this is so much harder because I've also got children right now. So here's a little bit of an upside of having kids, for this person anyway. Here's our conversation. I don't have specific memories of like the very first time I used behaviors. Um, but it just sort of, it progressed really fast. And I, it was, I wasn't binging a whole lot. I was, you know, I had both anorexia and bulimia. And then it was very hidden. Um, I wore baggy clothes. You know, it wasn't that obvious. People made comments that I, you know, wore baggy clothes. And I looked like someone that might have an eating disorder because of the way I dressed. Um so I finally had to tell my mom because I was so scared because I almost passed out. I was getting really lightheaded at school and I just, I, one night I just could not get out of bed. I mean, I had no energy. So I finally told my parents, my mom was like, oh my goodness, why didn't I see the signs? Um, the first thing my dad said was, how could you do this when all we've done is love you? <laughs> so that was kind of heartbreaking, but that was when I was 17 so I started doing kind of an outpatient um, treatment, like once a week, I would get pulled out of school and go to that. Um, I would say it, you know, really quickly, it was easy to stop the behaviors, but I started using alcohol and other things to just continue to cope instead of really, you know, get better. Um, and the, the eating disorder counselor I was going to, he was an older man who had never experienced an eating disorder before. And I just now looking back, I'm like, I cannot believe, you know, some of the things he did that he thought would help someone that has this disorder. I mean, it's just obvious that he didn't get it. So I left that, you know, I finally kind of phased out of that, but I didn't have any kind of ongoing therapy or support after that. I really uh, basically now will say it was just remission. I went into for a number of years. Um, I was at a, you know, healthy weight. I'm not sure if that was really my set point or not, as I was really, I was eating, but I, I'd always restricted certain food groups because they were, you know, fear foods. Um, so I moved to Texas, um, and that's where I met my husband, and I started immediately having children. I was totally fine. I was probably my healthiest mentally during my pregnancies, um, and then even after for a little bit, but then after I had my third, I just spiraled. Like I trained for a half marathon, 
a couple of pounds came off and I was like, sweet. And it just snowballed from there. So it, it just completely went out of control. And then it has, the last six years have been a, just a battle. And now I'm in California. We just moved here about five months ago and I'm trying to recover on my own for the most part. And it is the absolute hardest thing I've ever done. I've got three children. My oldest is 12. My middle is about to turn 11. And then my youngest is seven and I homeschool. So it's, um, you know, having this disorder <laughs> and trying to, you know, take care of the kids and act like I'm okay. And I'm really good at preaching, um, to them about, you know, what should be important and what matters and how to be healthy and all that stuff. But in the meantime, I'm like, you know, treading water half the time. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my story. So, but I'd have to say this, this last six, six years, I probably, I definitely spiraled, um, maybe even more so than I did when I was 17. Um, it just has, and I'm just realizing that I've never been, I never fully recovered. Right. I mean, you know, so I think I that's a tough realization for a lot of adults. I talk to a lot of people that have that realization that, right. Oh, I never got completely better. That was the problem. Exactly. And then just realizing that I don't want to go back to the person I was before this last six years happened, because that's what led me to this. I want to, you know, I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm trying to beat this disorder and I'm trying to figure out who the hell I am mm. underneath all this, because this is what I've lived with my whole life. So I don't even know who I am. So I'm, I'm going to be 38 this year. And I'm like, what, who am I without this? I don't know. I have Maybe no you should idea. be pretty pleasantly surprised. I'll admit. I know. <laughs> I've not met many people that have not been pleasantly surprised about who they are without anorexia. None actually. <laughs> So um, you've been recovering with children. Mm -hmm. um, how's, what would you say have been the, the plus points and the difficulties of that? Well, I will say I have been really open lately with my, my daughter that's almost 13. Um, I told her what I had struggled with my entire life about a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. And then in the past couple of weeks, we started talking about it again because I could tell she knew something was going on again and kind of, so I just, I've been really open with her because she's pretty mature and she has handled it well. And she inspires me to be better. You know, she came up to me the other day and she said, mom, you were upset. I, I want to know what's going on with you. You know, I want you to be healthy. So she is like, it's just, she's amazing. She motivates me because she's a very, she's an active kid, but she's a very intuitive eater. Um, and she, you know, she checks on me. She's just a sweetheart and she wants her mom to be okay. So that part of it's great. You know, my younger two, I haven't really discussed uh, with them just because I don't know if they're at the, you know, at a stage where they can really grasp where what they it can is. get it. Yeah. 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 But you've actually found that talking to it with your talking to your old oldest daughter about this has been helpful and in a way helping you with some accountability it sounds like. Yes. Because I think, you know, it would be worse if, you know, she's at an age where she's going to start noticing some behaviors or some things that I do that are a little different or questionable and I would rather instead of just me acting like 
you know, nothing's wrong with me or my life is perfect or I'm just this whatever. I, and I don't want her to question things like internally mm. and think, you know, why does mom not always eat the same thing we do for dinner? Or, you know, what is, what's she upset about or what's going on with her? Because she did tell me, she said, sometimes I just wonder if you're mad. Right. Because dinner times are often like we're stressed and you can be, you can be really angry. You can be stressed and angry. And that must be, I guess kids, I've never thought of that before because I didn't, we don't really have, don't have children, but, um, and I was pretty much on my own throughout that recovery, initially recovery process. But um, I sure as hell got angry with my parents, even though I didn't even live with them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Due to my, my recovery stress. So I was so impatient and intolerant and massively the biggest thing was impatient with other people as well. So I, I can't imagine um, having children because you don't, you have to be patient when you have children, I guess. Oh my goodness, girl. I want (laughs) to, I mean, I've called my husband before. I'm like, I'm barely treading water here and I'm trying to like put out all these fires with the kids. In the meantime, the biggest fire is burning right here. And you know, no one's, here helping me like you know you just sort of feel um you know you you feel like you're just giving all the time and nobody really cares about you and you've Mm. got all this stuff going on and it's Mm. like so I do I want to run and hide under the cover some days and just not get out of bed and I just want to be left alone um but it also I think for me it would maybe be even worse at this point if I didn't have to wake up and get going and do stuff and be present for them because I isolate just in general. So and if you, I didn't have them, yeah. You've got a responsibility to recover for the, your little girl who you've told yes. you're going to recover. You That's now right. have that responsibility. And I, I'm a big fan of accountability in whatever form and shape it can take. And in a sense, I think that we all have different recovery situations and as adults, you may not have the perfect situation where you can have a, I don't know, a treatment team and all of these things and even people that know that they're helping you in recovery to help you in recovery. But you can build your own recovery support network, even with people that don't even know and children that don't even know that they're your recovery support network and your accountability and are playing a part in what you're doing. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It has, it, it's turned out to be very cool. And I've told my daughter that I'm like, you know, I've ever questioned why I was given you specifically as a daughter. It was just in, you know, some of the ways she's been so gentle and tender towards me, um, during this whole process that has just been amazing. So, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go her. So how old is she? She will be 13 in April. I recognize that, you know, I could pass on some genetic stuff to my children. So I just have to be really aware of, you know, how I'm handling things with them. Yeah. And that's fabulous as well. So that was this person's story. And I just thought that was a really nice little story about how unexpected sources of support can big sources of support, like children, people that don't even know that they're a source of support. Now, does that mean that if you're in recovery, you should solely rely on your 13-year-old children to support you through recovery? 
No, 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 that's not what we're saying. But we are saying that when you're in recovery, all the help that you can get is, is a good thing. And so alongside that professional support, that higher level support that you hopefully got, you can have all sorts of lower level support. And that can be things like, yeah, people that don't even know they're supporting you. I never had children, but I did have one friend in particular who he, we never talked about my anorexia, but I actually kind of used him as a meal support and he was massively helpful and he didn't even know it. Um, and of course, then you can have people that know that they're supporting you, friends and family and online people such as peer support. Um, really, you can look all around your life and find some sort of support for when you're in recovery to help you get through all of those moments in the week when you're not in that professional office, which is the majority of them. So the more support you can have in your home, in your work, surrounded, then that's going to make a real difference. If you want to share your recovery story, you can email me. It's info at tabithafra.com. Thank you for listening. Cheers and until next time. Cheerio.